0: It's a country that everyone knows. This is America. America! America. Some people love it. Right. I love America. I used to live in, in New York. Some people are confused by it. I think the most puzzling thing for foreigners is American football. Some people are afraid of it. Another mass shooting, this time Texas. It's a country of immigrants. Immigrants and refugees revitalize and renew America but sometimes it can seem very unwelcoming. We're going to build a wall. It's going to be built. Do not come. Do not come. Join me as we explore this country and its culture. In each episode, I'll explain a different aspect of America that will help you to make sense of this complicated nation. I'm Daniel Reed, and this is America Explained. Welcome to the first episode of American Explainer. Before we get started, a couple of notes. First of all, there is a free transcript of the episode available in the podcast description. All of the more advanced words will have links that you can click on to see the meaning or definition of the word. For example, in this episode, we will use the word establish a lot. The first time you see this word, it will have a link to the Cambridge learner dictionary which will explain that it means to start a company or organization that will continue for a long time. I hope that you will find this transcript helpful in your English learning. Secondly, I am starting this podcast because I want to provide a free learning resource for people who are learning English. I have no plans to monetize it and the podcast along with the transcript will always be available for free. However, If you do decide that you want to support what I'm doing, the best way is to book an English lesson with me on italki. italki is the language learning platform where I teach, and it connects language learners to native speakers. I believe that it's the best way to learn a language, and I have seen firsthand how quickly learners improve when they are able to spend time talking with a native speaker. The link to italki is also included in the podcast description. Now, with those notes out of the way, let's get on to the first episode. Episode 1, The American Story. To start this podcast, I wanted to go back to the beginning of America. But the question is, when is the beginning of America? It's hard to say exactly when American history started. 1776 is the year that we normally say that America began because that was the year that the United States declared independence from England. However, American history started long before 1776. We could go back as far as Columbus and his expedition in 1492 as the start of American history. However, although that was definitely an important event, Columbus was an Italian man funded by the Spanish monarchy. It would be difficult to call that American history. Instead of answering the question of when American history began, I'm going to try to answer the question of when the American story began. You might be asking yourself, what's the difference between American history and the American story? Well, a story is not always 100% true, but it can be even more important than history. The American story is based on history. The people and places in the story were real. However, a story might add in some events. It might embellish some things. And it might even change what happened a little bit. A story is important because it can show what people think about themselves and where they come from. So if you want to understand America and Americans, it's important that you understand the American story. I would argue that if an American was going to make a TV show about the American story, the first episode of the first season would begin in Plymouth, Massachusetts, in the year 1620. So, let me tell you that story. In 1620, a group of about 100 Puritan separatists, called the Pilgrims, set out from the Netherlands on a boat called the Mayflower. However, the Pilgrims were not Dutch. They were originally from England, but they had run away to the Netherlands because of religious persecution. After living in the Netherlands for a while, they decided that they wanted a new life in a new world, where they could live and practice their religion the way that they wanted to. It was a very dangerous journey. It was common for boats to sink in the crossing, and the pilgrims knew it would be risky. However, they were brave and it was a risk they were willing to take. Their original plan was to land in Virginia, where there were already some English colonies. Also, they were scheduled to arrive in December and the winters in Virginia are not so cold as in the northern parts of America. However, a dangerous storm forced them to change course and land in Plymouth, Massachusetts instead. This was a very dangerous situation because the winters there are very cold and they didn't have any shelter. That first winter was very hard. More than half of the Pilgrims died. However, their faith in God gave them the strength to continue. They also had great leaders to keep them together, like William Bradford, who would later be the governor of Plymouth for more than 30 years. After that first winter, the Pilgrims were able to build and maintain a successful settlement, largely because of the help they received from the Wampanoag tribe. There was a member of the Wampanoag tribe, called Squanto, who spoke English and was able to teach the pilgrims how to plant corn, where to go fishing, and lots of other useful skills that would help them to survive in Massachusetts. When the pilgrims had a successful first harvest, they invited the Wampanoag Indians over to have a celebration. They were very thankful for all the food that they had and for the new friendships they had formed with the Wampanoag Indians. This was the first Thanksgiving, and it's a celebration that we still have in America to this day. What does this story tell us about how Americans see themselves? First of all, Americans see themselves as brave people who are willing to take big risks. Many Americans think that the reason that their country has been so successful is because they are descended from people who are risk-takers and that tradition has continued on to current generations. Americans are not the only ones who agree with this theory. Here is a clip of Stephen Fry, who is British, talking about it. The population of America came here by choice. They, they wanted to come. They wanted to leave Europe, mostly Europe, and come here and start a new life. So, in a sense, the gene pool is people who said, no, this isn't good enough. There can be something better. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving. And they left behind people who said, oh, I don't. No, yeah, we will stay. I think we'll stay. Similarly, Americans see their country as a country of immigrants. This aspect of the American story is perhaps the only aspect that is not in dispute. In the year 2020, there were an estimated 50 million immigrants living in the United States, which make up about 15% of its population. This story also shows us that many Americans see their country as having a special relationship with God. When the pilgrims came to America, they did not call themselves pilgrims. That is a name that Americans gave them later. In English, pilgrim usually refers to someone who travels to a religious or sacred location. So you can see that in this story, America is not viewed as just a piece of land but as a place that God set aside for these people. This belief would have consequences throughout much of American history. This story also shows that Americans think of themselves as being rebellious. The first successful permanent colony in America by English speakers was Jamestown, which was established in modern day Virginia in 1607, 13 years before Plymouth. Why is it not considered the beginning of the American story? Why don't we have a holiday to celebrate Jamestown? Well, Jamestown was a colony, meaning that it was sponsored and supported by the English government. In contrast, the Pilgrims were separatists. They came to America because they didn't agree with the Church of England. For this reason, the story of the Pilgrims at Plymouth was a much better choice for a country that rebelled against the English. Finally, this story shows that Americans see themselves as welcoming to people of other cultures. The Indians were invited to the party to celebrate with the pilgrims because they had become good friends. This last point is probably the most controversial. Many have pointed out that although the first pilgrims were friends with the Wampanoag Indians, Later generations were not. In fact, later generations forced the Wampanoag Indians off of their own land. If you're ever in Massachusetts, Plymouth could be an interesting location for you to visit. They have a replica of the original settlement called Plymouth Plantation, where there are actors who dress, talk, and act like the original pilgrims would have lived. You can ask them questions about what they're doing and what their life is like, and they'll have a conversation with you about it. Here's a short clip of someone having a conversation with one of the actors at Plymouth Plantation. How are you? I am well, and yourself? Just fine, thank you. I see you're busy cooking. Indeed, it is some turnip from my garden that I will uh, boil into a salad for our dinner. You boil your salad?
1: Oh, I, indeed. Oh,
0: I eat mine raw. I am surprised you are in such good health, then. Much the better boiled, methinks. Is that right? Thank you for listening to American Explainer. If you would like to support this show, the best way would be to book a lesson with me on italki. You can have a trial lesson with me on italki for free, because italki will give you $5 for signing up, and a 30-minute trial lesson with me only costs $5. So, what do you have to lose? Follow the link in the podcast description to see how you can get your free trial lesson.